Welcome to episode 18 of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be talking all about Comic-Con 2016, and that includes news, trailers, casting, and we will be reviewing the DC animated film, Batman The Killing Joke. Enjoy the show. Shut up and sit down. Alright, well, we got a big show ahead of us. A lot of stuff came out of This is going to be a long one. Probably. I, um... I would put a bet on the fact that it's probably going to be our longest one. We'll try not to keep. We'll try not to make it too long. Obviously, by the time you're actually listening to this, you'll be able to see how actu- how long it actually is. But uh, we're aiming for it not to be too too long. So, um, but before we actually get started, I did talk about some of this stuff on Make It Take It the podcast, which is a podcast that's um, normally a basketball podcast, but he likes comic book movies too. So. He had me on, and we just talked about it for a little bit, so go check that out if you feel like it. And definitely subscribe to that podcast if you like basketball. Alright, um, so let's get right into it. We're gonna, um, we tried to, like, break this down in, like, an orderly fashion. <laughs> um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna start with kind of the bigger movie trailers that aren't superhero or comic book related. We're gonna start with those, and then we'll get into the comic book movie trailers and then we'll go from there uh-huh. um obviously a lot came out so if we don't touch on something that you're looking forward to we apologize um but we are trying to get to most that we can all right so let's start with the fantastic beasts and where to find them trailer what did you think about it ozzy i liked it it was fun yeah. you know it looked great it's definitely a different take on the magical world yeah. which is interesting it's set back in the past and Mm -hmm. it's in america so it's i like it it's pretty it's pretty good yeah me too i'm i'm not like super super excited about this for some reason but this trailer definitely was really cool it got me um more interested in the story and like how he kind of loses his creatures and it's basically he's got to find them I'm still really excited about this movie, basically for the cast because um eddie redmayne fantastic actor Mm -hmm. and um Who's playing the villain again? Um, I, I know remember. his name. Yeah, uh, his name like ends with Collins, right? Oh crap! Yeah, I think you're <laughs> right, but I, I'm blanking on his name. I apologize, but I'm I'm just really excited for this movie just for that fact alone. And the guy who directed it he also directed the last couple Harry Potter movies, and those are some of the better ones um, to most people. So especially that last one, most people, a lot of people have that at their best. Um, Harry Potter movie, so I'm really excited about it. I think like the way that they're kind of setting up this world with the magic and with like the um, different, because obviously this one's set in America, so things are kind of um, different with um, magical people and non-magical people, their dynamic and the secret society that seems to be involved, so I'm interested in that. I know that she's kind of released a lot of that on her website, but I haven't read any of it, so I'm excited to learn more about it in the movie. Yeah, I mean it. It it's, I don't know, man. It's just a different take for me. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait to see it. It's definitely every trailer that's like come out. It's 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 like welcome back to the magic to the to the magical world yeah. with Harry Potter. And I was like, what? It's crazy. So definitely excited. It's been like what four years since we've seen like a Harry Potter movie in theaters. It's more than that. I think it's more like five, maybe four six. or five years. Yeah. It's- yeah. It's. It's, it's been a while, so I'm excited to get back into that world, definitely. All right, well, let's move on to, I think Ozzy might disagree here, but most people are saying this is the best trailer that came out at Comic-Con. Um, Kong Skull Island. Um, we also got a poster for this, so that was pretty cool. Um, but the trailer, let's start there. I loved this trailer. It looks like, this movie looks like it's gonna be a combination of, a classic monster movie with like, um, Apocalypse Now or something like that. Like, it looks so <laughs> legit, I'm telling you. I mean, I didn't, I didn't love this trailer. I thought it was a good teaser, but I'm not in love with this trailer. I don't understand the big fuss of this trailer. I think it's cause maybe there hasn't been a King Kong movie in about 10 years. So, That's fair, but I mean, 
I mean, you didn't think. I mean, it was. I mean, the cast is great. I mean, oh, you got definitely. you got Samuel Jackson, Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson. So, I mean, so I mean, the cast is definitely great. The cast is fantastic. Yeah, and that's that's what I even tweeted after this trailer came out. I was like, with this trailer and just the fact that this that this cast is as good as it is, I cannot wait for this movie. And I I just can't. It's so it looks so good, and um, with the action and the the kind of the themes they were touching on with like we that we didn't rule this earth for we haven't ruled this earth for long and something was here before us and I kind of like that idea um I do also like and I think it hints at we're, that we're going to get a Godzilla versus King Kong movie yeah cuz he's huge yes. in this movie they, I've never seen him so big before. there have been tons of reports that they're going to do that and I think the the size that they ended up making King Kong for this movie just confirms that because King Kong is normally not as big as they have him he yeah. is absolutely ginormous like now it makes sense for them to have a King Kong versus Godzilla movie because it could actually be a legitimate fight by the way, Godzilla would win. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'll agree with you, but I don't think it's going to be like an easy match. Oh, no, it's not. So. I mean, it's King Kong, for yeah. crying out loud. But, um, I mean, now uh, the, the shot that really got me was when the palm tree hit the, hit the helicopter. I'm just like, what? <laughs> so, um, that was definitely an exciting moment. Yeah. Um, I just want more, I'd say. I mean, the, okay. it does look good. It's not like I don't like the trailer, mm-hmm. but it does look good. I'm not in love with it, okay. but it, it is it is a good teaser trailer, and I, I do I am interested in seeing more, and I do want to know like the deep more details and story yeah. about what's going on. Hey, more trailers to come, most likely for for that. So yeah, of course, this is a teaser, so yeah, and can't it's wait. The first thing we're seeing from it, so you never know. Um, all right, let's move on to. Another king, King Arthur. Um, what's the subtitle for that movie? I don't even know. Legend of the uh, Legend of the Sword or something. Something like that. Like that. Um, so, King Arthur trailer. What did you think, Ozzy? I mean, it looks fun. It looks unique. Um, it's it's decent though. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on the screen. I completely disagree. <laughs> I thought this trailer was horrible. <laughs> I did not like it at all. Um, some of the visuals, I guess, looked okay. Um, but it was it was like a huge mess of fun. So like, I liked it just because it looked fun, and it looked like it had a little bit of comedy in it. I guess, but it was just I just they per, threw as, so much at the screen. Yeah, and as a trailer, like I just could not tell like what they were going for with this thing. Like some of the set design and um, the costuming, like I can't tell what era they're in, and then. I don't think that the main guy is very good King Arthur. I mean, I know we haven't seen very much, so it's hard to say that, but I, from what I saw, I don't think he's a very good King Arthur. And they throw a little fantasy in there as well. Yeah, and that's, that's fine, but I don't know. And some of the, like, even the opening shot where he's like running and the camera's on him, I'm like, what, did, what kind of movie are we making here? <laughs> it just looks so weird. Uh, I, I did not like the trailer at all. I liked it just because it looked fun, but again, then again, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily a good trailer. Um, <laughs> it just, it, like I said, I mean, it looked like a gigantic mess of just stuff going on the screen. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, look at me, it looks, looks fun. Um, I don't know. Wow. That's that's about it. You know, I know the one thing that I'm interested in with this trailer. There's a lot of Game of Thrones cast members in this. Movie. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's the only thing. I was that- thinking about that while I was actually watching the trailer. It's <laughs> yeah. like, wow, all right. So that's the only <laughs> thing that genuinely interests me about this movie. Um, so hopefully it's good. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully this trailer is just horrible and the movie's actually good. But um, for now, that's all we got to go on. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's all the non. That's all. I apologize if you hear my dog in the background. Um, we're trying to control him. Um, <laughs> um, let's move on to the superhero slash comic book properties. So okay. we're going to start with DC properties. Okay. Um, let's go with Suicide Squad. I don't think we should go with Suicide Squad. I think we should start with the ba- Batman Lego movie. Oh, okay. All right. We can do that. Um... You're right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start there. Um, this looks hilarious. It looks like the same kind of comedy as the Lego movie. Yeah. And I... <laughs> it's just every time that... I think Will Arnett is a great, a great Batman. 
and a great voice yeah man. yeah oh definitely. voice actor yeah and zach galifianakis i believe is going to play the joker if i'm not mistaken uh-huh. i think that will be hilarious i love the dynamic between batman and robin how he accidentally adopts him. him he's like wait i know i literally have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> thought it was a joke <laughs> oh my gosh it, it was great um it's just, I feel like that's one thing, like, just like with the Harry Potter or the Fantastic Beasts, it feels like we're going right back into that world. We're going right back into that sense of humor, and it's going to be great. I have no doubt about it. They're putting it in February again, which is where a Lego movie came out, so that's a great move. Um, I can't wait for this movie. The movie's going to be great. It's It was definitely one of, the Lego movie was one of my favorite animations of that year. Yeah. So, it's, I'm excited for this movie. This is definitely my, yeah. this is one of my top animations that I'm definitely excited for. Mm-hmm. And it just looks so great. It looks so funny and it's going to be a great fun time. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's, now we'll move on to Suicide Squad. I apologize that I had my notes all mixed up. Um, so Suicide Squad, this is the last trailer, which is weird because we got that report last week that this was the last trailer and then they came out with another one for Comic-Con. It's just a lot of trailers getting thrown at us. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Do you think we're getting too much from Suicide Squad? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I... In the last week, they have definitely sh- given us a lot of material. But at the same time, I don't really feel like they've spoiled anything. I don't think that they've spoiled anything, but I just keep, like... They just keep trying to reiterate, Suicide Squad's coming. Suicide Squad's coming. Well, I mean, like, they have to. That's called marketing. Uh, relax, man. But, but we know that, but the general public is still, like, they still got to convince the general public. And Yeah, but that's what they have TV spots for. I don't think that we necessarily need a new trailer every, like, every other month. That's that's how things work, man. <laughs> it's just stupid. It is how it is. <laughs> um, but... As for this trailer, I do think this is the first time where I thought, ooh, they might be showing a little, little, little bit too much. Um, because we do, like, see this thing up here in the sky, and it's like, okay, so this is the end of the movie. Like, this is what they're going to fight. Um, and that's... But the thing is, like, I still, even though I saw that, what I think is basically the end of the movie, I still feel like I didn't. it didn't get spoiled. Because we don't know how we got there. We don't know anything about who the main antagonist of the movie is. Um, so I, I feel like there's enough, like, of the meat of the story that we just don't know. That yeah, I mean, I think they just want to keep reiterating, reiterating the fun in yeah. the movie, which, again... I love the not... way these trailers are edited, man. Yeah, they're really they're good. Always edited to the music, and it's so good. Um, it I don't just, know who edits gives, these trailers, but you're doing a great job. Yeah, it, it gives them, it, give, it just gives them so much energy and so much, just a sense of fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Suicide Squad, definitely looking forward to it. Um, we're definitely going to have a review for that. Up. Yeah. Um, we are working on when, but we'll have that review up when we can. Um, all right. So, unless you have anything else to say about Suicide Squad, let's move on to the Wonder Woman trailer. I love this trailer. This trailer was fantastic, man. Yes. I mean, it might it might be my favorite of all of these superhero movie trailers. Yeah, I mean, I remember when we first heard Gal Gadot being casted as Wonder Woman, there mm-hmm. was a lot of doubt. Mm-hmm. I was one of those naysayers, and I'm going to admit I was wrong because she is doing a great job yeah. as Wonder Woman. I mean, mm-hmm. she she's killing it right now, and that trailer just showed how bad ass she is it's yeah. ridiculous she was going ham and um, i loved it yeah she definitely has i i think what a lot of people were oddly nervous about was her physicality and how like her build she wasn't built for the role and it's like all right come on i think that's what's impressing me the most is just her physic her physicality in the role and how like how good she looks while she's fighting you know mm-hmm. it, it looks like legit you know um so i'm really looking forward to this movie the i think one of the best or one of the most interesting aspects of this is that it's set in world war one we don't get a lot of world war one movies world war two movies we get for days but Mm -hmm. world war one is an era that we don't go to a lot in movies and i think this is going to be really unique and i can't wait for it yeah can definitely agree with you on that um i like seeing a different uh side of her too where Mm -hmm. she's 
getting to know people and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. like, cause we, in Batman vs. Superman, she already knows men. She knows society. Yeah. This one, she's just getting to know it. So it's definitely a different take and I'm interested mm-hmm. in her origin story. Yeah. Um, it's, a lot of people are saying that this is going to be like DC's first Avenger. Um, it's cause, uh, it, like, it's taking place in the past. It's uh-huh. about a character who is going to be in the present, but, you know, um, but, I I think this could be better than the first Avenger, and I really liked the first Avenger. I know I'm kind of maybe in the minority in that, but I really like the first Avenger, and I think this could be better than it. Um, there's so many just great shots, and her using her shield, and like, the lasso. Oh my gosh! And the lasso, which we don't know. Do you think they're gonna go with like? Because I know in the old cartoons and maybe in the comics, like the lasso could like make people tell the truth. Do you think they're gonna go with that, or do you think it's gonna be something? Different? I mean, it's a big element of of wonder woman that yeah. lasso so i mean i would hope so yeah but that's just makes sense i don't know but it's a strange kind of thing to have and to be able to carry around in this world it'd be not really re- yeah but it'd be a really weird um tool i, I, don't, I don't think know. so i mean I, you I got do. an alien coming you got alien which is superman and you got them going up against dark sides so i don't think it'd be weird to have yeah, like that then, lasso but there. then everyone anytime they're trying to get anything out of everyone everybody would just be like, why did she use the lasso? And so it's like they're tied down to having to use that thing. That, that's not, what I'm saying. I mean, it's, not a, it's not a big deal. I mean, you just said it was a big deal. No, I, did, no, I said it's a big. It's not a big deal <laughs> not to have it. Like, like, I, it, like right. it's if essential. It, it it's truth. essential. It, it's a big part of, like, her her props and stuff in the comics. Yeah. Is if that it, lasso. If it is the truth-telling ability, then... I hope it gets destroyed or lost in this movie because I don't want it near the regular storyline. I mean, we didn't see it in... That's what I'm saying. We didn't see it in Batman vs. Superman, but, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it if but, it was into Justice Okay, League. but then if she still has it, then you could go, okay, well, why is she sneaking around trying to get information, the espionage way? Why? why doesn't she just use her lasso know, on We Wonder don't know Woman. if she's going to go espionage or anything. But she did in Batman v Superman. That's what I'm saying. If she still has it, it doesn't make sense. Because, okay, but in that, in that, first of all, Batman vs Superman wasn't even focused on her. I know, but that's, but you can go back and retroactively say, well, that doesn't make sense if she still has it. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it's a problem to have something with that power. Anyway, uh, we'll move on. I mean, we'll move whatever. on. <laughs> the lasso. I'm on, um, I'm on Team Lasso. If that's a thing. Team Lasso. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> it's I, not I, a thing. I think but we're I'm probably like the only people that ha- are having team, this discussion. Right team now. Lasso, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's go to hashtag Team Lasso. <laughs> let's go to the last DC movie trailer. Um, Justice League. I don't really consider this a trailer. I think it's more of a, like a sizzle reel type thing because it's not cut like a trailer at all. It's basically like three scenes um, that are kind of cut up like, in different and put in different order. So, was it cool? Yes. Is it going to convince anybody that has a problem with Zack Snyder directing this movie? No. I don't I think understand it, why uh, like all these people are so excited when one it's just footage of Batman just recruiting. The Justice League. It's not like we've seen. It's not like we're seeing. So you're it. against this trailer. You didn't like it. I thought it was okay. It didn't sell me. Like it, I remember, I was excited for the Batman versus Superman teaser because I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a teaser!" And yeah. it, look, look what happened. I didn't like the movie as well, much. Yeah, that's what. So I, I'm seeing all these reactions and stuff, and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, it's a Justice League trailer! It's so cool!" And it's like, it's not that amazing. And See, I don't know if I don't like the Flash. Because it's just, I'm used to, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's my problem with me being so used to Grant Gustin playing the Flash. That's, I, th- I think Ezra Miller is a very talented actor, but he's got a hard road ahead of him because there's a lot of people who love the Flash TV show and it's going to be hard for people to adjust. Um, I, I, I'm okay with it because like, like you just separate your brain. It's like TV side, movie side, whatever. Two different characters. See, I would I would be able to do that if it was like a cartoon version, because like you know what I mean. Because we've guess. had like we've had like a we've had Batman animated movies before, but yeah. while the, like around the time we're like a Batman. So you're against like because a lot of people are saying we need to have Batman in the CW universe. You're against that. You don't want Batman in the CW. Universe. No, because we've already established like 
when Arrow was first coming out, they already established that there wouldn't be a Superman. There wouldn't be a well. Superman's Batman. coming to this universe. Well, I know that now. <laughs> exactly. So like, so I'm saying I'm it's not, a possibility. I mean, I know I'm with Superman being there, and I know that. So it's kind of like a hip, like it's kind of being yeah. being contradictory <laughs> in a sense. But I don't know. It's just it's gonna be really weird because. Yeah, but I, they should have just combined the universes. You know, I, I think this is a smart move by them. Um, I think it kind of gives them a little freedom on both sides of things. But I think you'll be able to get over it pretty quickly. Honestly, yeah, if I it's mean, good, you'll be able to get over it quickly. Yeah, I mean, if he's, if he's, I mean, he's, he came off as really funny, and that's yeah. how Barry Allen is in, yeah. in the comics and always in the, in the TV, sh- mm-hmm. in the animated TV shows as well. So, um, um, yeah. Um, I do think with you and with some of the people, because there are people who are like, eh, on this trailer. And I think a lot of it is just, if you don't like Zack Snyder, then you're, this is going to, Justice League has a very, a lot of work to do to convince you that this is going to be good. And just the first little bit of footage is not going to convince you. Um, I think, as for me, I thought the tra- I thought it was really cool. Everything we saw was really cool. The, um... Aquaman stuff like mm-hmm. he did basically nothing but he looked so messy. <laughs> yeah I mean uh, the the shot of this the water hitting him was yeah. awesome um, I can't wait for that movie ju- the Aquaman movie just because of this um, and obviously the flash scene I do think like I had heard about it from a set visit um, I'd heard about that scene and I think that there's more some that they cut out of it that they could have um, that would have helped m- maybe that flow a little better. Um, I do com- there's there's a lot of complaints online that it's basically the same thing as Tony Stark recruiting Spider Man, and I get that. But the thing is, the thing I say to that is, what are they supposed to do? What are they supposed to do? It's either if they're not like like if that if it's not comedic, then everyone's going to be like, why can't they be more like Marvel? You can't win, and you, you can't, can't win. win. So and if they are like, if they do do that, then it's like, what, they're too much like Marvel. What are they supposed to do? <laughs> what is DC supposed to I do? I haven't heard that, but, I mean, if that's a, that's going around, then that's stupid. Yeah. Um, we ask for more fun, and then I, 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 go on, I go on YouTube, and I look at the... The comments are like, "Wow, it's just becoming a little bit more like Marvel." Like we, like you were, you were the one of people who just asked for it to be a little bit more fun. So shut up. <laughs> I'll give the trailer yeah. that it does look more lighthearted. So it does look like Geoff Johns yeah. has really touched in on that. Was Zack Snyder be like, "Stop being so dark." Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm but definitely at the I'm same interested. Time, at but the same time, it does feel like a Zack Snyder movie, and that's the thing. Zack Snyder is a very as a director who you definitely feel his style as he's as you're watching a Zack Snyder movie. Um, and I don't think this movie's going to be necessarily any different. I think he listened to the fans a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's still going to be a Zack Snyder movie. So that's going to be the hurdle that a lot of people are going to have to jump over. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind... I, I think this man films beautifully. Oh, yeah. Definitely his cinematography is on point. But he just needs to get his story better. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to hear more about our Zack Snyder opinions, then go listen to our last episode where we talked about the Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Is there anything else with Justice League? Um, oh, one thing. When I was talking to TD on the Make It Take It podcast, we were mm-hmm. talking about like how... He, or he brought up how Batman, he's recruiting these people as Bruce Wayne. And how that's kind of taken away an element, uh, a possible a possible story element from this movie. Because have you ever watched the Justice League animated show? Yeah. Okay. You remember the episode where um, they're like they they're all hiding from somebody. I can't remember what it is exactly, but they're all hiding, and they basically they they make the decision. It's like Batman, Flash. Um, Superman and I think Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and they're all they're all like in this store and they basically made the decision we have to go out in street clothes and then Flash is like well, what about our secret identities and then Batman just goes Wally West Clark Kent Diana Prince Bruce Wayne <laughs> and you remember that episode yeah yeah um and he's basically like secret identity I know who everybody is it doesn't matter so um and I think that kind of it's a it's taking away an interesting dynamic for, for him to be as Bruce Wayne recruiting these people, you know? And I do think it's strange because we're thrown into this world. DC has set up this world where Batman's been here for a long time. So shouldn't it follow that the rest of them have been there for a long time? 
like, I, I, it's just, it seems contradictory that Batman's been there for a long time, and then the rest of them, they're just now getting introduced, you know? I mean, it's just DC trying to rush things up at this point. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, <laughs> I just, I'm pretty sure they've been there for a while, but they're in hiding. Yeah, I know, but they're not active, you know? Exactly. I feel like, to me, I wish they would have kind of, if they're going to do this where, oh, Batman's been here for forever, then just make the whole universe like that. Throw us in there, you know? Yeah, they made it seem like Superman really... Made it. Yeah, Superman opened the gates, but then they're like, oh yeah, but Batman's been here. It's like, what? (laughs) Like, okay, (laughs) sure. Um, it just feels kind of thrown together, but look. Like, I would have liked to see as well, like, where the Flash was when all that stuff was going down with Superman. That's a good point. Where, like, Wonder Woman, what Wonder Woman was doing. Like, was she going up against another Kryptonian against that? So, like, I would have liked to see that as well. Um, I think that honestly could have been a good opening for the Justice mm-hmm. League. I mean, maybe teased it in Man of Steel at the time. I don't know, but yeah. Um, well, they weren't. They didn't know that what they were going to do with Man of Steel after that. So but yeah, yeah, I understand. But you know, it would have been an interesting take. That's yeah. all I'm saying. A great introduction. All right. Well, let's move into uh, Marvel side of things with the movies. Um, Doctor Strange released a trailer, and that's the only trailer we got from Marvel. So we're, what we're going to do is we're going to touch on the Doctor Strange trailer, and then we're going to go into some of the announcements really quick that Marvel was making at their panel. Okay. All right. So Doctor Strange the trailer, what'd you think? I really like this trailer. Me too. I really like this trailer. It was everybody keeps saying like it's an Inception type trailer, which I mm-hmm. understand. Um, it's definitely a different take on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, oh, yeah. which introduced defi- magic. Yeah, which I'm definitely excited for. I mean, they've teased it mm-hmm. with um, Scarlet Witch, yeah, and a little bit with Thor. Yeah, but um, we're, we're really dove, we're really diving into this into mm-hmm. this genre, and I'm definitely excited for it. I think Benedict Cumberbatch will do a great job as Doctor Strange, um, and it's I'm really excited because it's kind of like we're getting like. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be like it. Could, it has the potential to be one of the best Marvel movies, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. because of Doctor Strange learning about getting his power. So it does have the potential I, to be. I don't a great know about story. that because, like, I'm definitely really excited about this movie because Benedict Cumberbatch, like you said, the trailer looks great. It looks like we're getting into his training, which I this is gonna be a through and through origin story, which we haven't had for Marvel in a while now. Because we've had all these team-up movies and things like that. Obviously, we had Ant-Man, but that was kind of like... They also wanted to make it like a, a heist movie. So, it, it had a little bit of different elements. But I think this is going to be a classic... Classic in the quotes. Um, origin story. And we're going to get him training. We're going to get him... Like, obviously, something happens to him where he has to train. Things like that. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm interested in that. But then, what also makes me nervous, like, which again we talked about on the other podcast, is the the villain. How does the villain fit into these origin stories sometimes? Because it, sometimes with these origin stories, you get them becoming the character that we all know, and then they also have to make throw in a villain. So, and this trailer doesn't ease that worry at all for me because, like, yeah, they for most of the trailer you're seeing him train and learn all these things, and then. In the last minute, they, they're like, oh, yeah, a villain. So that's one thing I'm nervous about, but that's basically it. Because visually, it looks great. His that's, powers that's look great. That's one of the problems with Marvel is that they just they don't know how to make us care for that's a villain fair. too much. That and, is fair. Um, I, I try to care for him, but I don't. Um, and it sucks. It really mm-hmm. does suck. Uh, I, I do hope that they give this villain a nice little origin story or something to make me at least understand his motives. Mm-hmm. I can I can at least say that I, I sort of understood uh, Yellow Jacket's motives mm-hmm. and Ant-Man. See, I, I like Yellow Jacket more than most people. I like these villains more than most people do, but yeah, at the I mean, same I, time, I, I understand people's I complaints I completely agree with you there. I do like most of these villains because at least, at least we, at least Marvel gives us motives to these, to these villains. At least they can, at least they give us that. But it's not like I remember a lot of them. Mm-hmm. If you get what I mean. 
But um, they need to work on definitely having us really understand these characters' motives and really having us care in a sense. I think the last, I think the best film that they've done besides Loki and Thanos um, is probably Zemo from Captain America's Civil War. Yeah. Um, which, the, which some people will disagree, but I'm just like, no. I mean, he's they actually they did a good job of of introducing him, and in, in like well, in a sense, we, we've we've talked about this before, so you can go back and listen to our Civil War <laughs> episode if you want to hear more about our thoughts about the villain for that. Um, one thing I do think is interesting is that Scott Derrickson, who is the director for um, Doctor Strange, he has been talking about how. This is going to introduce the idea of the Marvel multiverse. And that kind of makes me nervous because all along they've been telling us that the TV and movie are connected. This could be, if they are introdu- really introducing the multiverse, this could be their out. Where they're like, yeah, it's not fully connected anymore. So that kind of makes me a little nervous as someone who is such a big fan of these Marvel TV shows. But at the same time... There's stuff corporately going on with that, with the connection, and then there's also, it doesn't feel as connected as it used to, especially with the Netflix stuff. Um, so that, that's something to keep an eye on. Um, and then also, I do have one question, like, because in Winter Soldier, there's, um, a reference to Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. and it mentions Stephen Strange, in Winter Soldier as, like, a possible threat, like, right? I'm not going to spoil Winter Soldier if you haven't seen it, but... You should have seen it, but anyway, it's been years. Um, But there's a thing, there's a machine that basically predicts threats, and it names Doctor Strange, Stephen Strange. And he wasn't, he's not anything, like, he's just a surgeon at that point. Mm -hmm. So what confuses me is, like, is this a prequel? Is he art or... Is it like maybe Scott Derrickson is hinting at that this is a, that his origin story takes place on a separate universe and he's already been Doctor Strange on our universe, you know? It could get confusing. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I mean, um, I don't know about that, about the Netflix, uh, yeah. TV shows being, in, being a separate universe just because the Russo brothers haven't exactly ruled out that the defenders won't be on there. Sure. Because there's 67 heroes that are going to be in the, yeah. that are going to be there. So yeah. they haven't exactly ruled them out, but, but they Charlie haven't Cox, said Charlie Cox did say just because just because one of these characters may appear in a movie doesn't necessarily mean that the person who plays them will appear in the movie. Again, that makes there's just little little comments yeah, but that make it, me but nervous. It's, but it's 50/50 because yeah. he said cuz also he said in the contract is just like, "Well, we also got signed to do yeah. Shows and yeah. there's a, there is a part about movies. Yeah. So I mean it's fifty fifty. Yeah. It's just it's all up in the air right now. Yeah, and they it's, they still have till I think the I think the Avengers like the Avengers Infinity War comes out twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. So they like still have time. All right. Well, let's move on to the rest of these movies. Um, real quick, we're gonna blast through these. Uh, Thor for Thor. Um, they basically confirmed that they're doing a Planet Hulk storyline. Both really excited about that, oh, right? Oh, yes. Cannot um, wait. That is going to be awesome. They got footage um, at Comic-Con, but we didn't get to see it. Um, which, I think a lot of these things, because we actually did get footage, or they did show footage for Guardians, for Thor. Um, and I think that's it, because Black Panther hasn't started filming yet. Um, so, And even Spider-Man, I think they did. Um, but they didn't release it. And I think that's frustrating as a fan, especially for Guardians, because I really wanted something for Guardians. But I understand, especially since a lot of those movies are CGI heavy, so they want to make sure the CGI is perfect before they release it. Mm-hmm. And um, what else was I going to say? And they um, are also trying to focus all of their marketing push on Doctor Strange right now. So that makes complete sense to me. They weren't necessarily worried about winning Comic-Con here. Um, okay, so anyway, Guardians. They announced who Star-Lord's father is. I don't want to necessarily say it just in case people don't want spoilers, but it's really interesting, and James Gunn has said that like he's going to make sure that it's explained well in the movie because it's a really weird direction. But Guardians yeah. has always been weird, so I'm ready for it. Um, and then... We'll move into some of the casting stuff. Black Panther, they confirmed Michael B. Jordan. 
and Lupita Nyong'o. So, yes, I mean, Michael B. Jordan is one of the most talented actors, young actors there is right now, and he has worked with um, this director twice now, and I think him playing, I believe he's playing a villain, so that is going to be an interesting direction for Michael B. Jordan, and I think that the, the, just the fact that he's working with this director again makes me 100% sold on this movie. If I if you weren't already, you have to be sold now. Especially <laughs> Michael B. Jordan with this as director, and Lupita Nyong'o, who is a, an Academy Award winner. You can't go wrong anymore. Yeah. Speaking of an Academy Award winner, to me, what stole the show and what, to me, makes Marvel win Comic-Con in this sense is <laughs> Brie, Larson Brie Larson as Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Um, Brie, look, Brie Larson is one of the most talented actors in Hollywood or actresses in Hollywood right now, and her being in the MCU is nothing but good news. We don't even have a director yet, but I cannot wait for this movie because of her casting. If you need proof of how good she is, go watch Room. Not The Room. Room. Go watch it. Right now. Alright. Um, that's all for that. So, do you... Who do you think won Comic-Con when it comes to the movie stuff? Um, I'm gonna have to say DC won, because I'm a huge Marvel fan, but I'm gonna have to say DC won, unfortunately, because I'm not really... I'm not... They haven't sold me... The only thing they really sold me on is Man of Steel... But I'm gonna rewatch that again because I did not like Batman versus Superman that much. So maybe I'll change my opinion for Man of Steel. But um, even the same in your mind, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, like remember when it, it it was the same for Transformers? I loved Transformers, and then when I saw it again, I was like, "Wow, this yeah. is not that great." Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things where I need to watch the movie again. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, DC, DC won. I agree with you. When you're talking about who won Comic-Con, like, I think Marvel won when it comes to, like, the announcements and stuff. When mm-hmm. you're talking about who won Comic-Con, it's who is able to get the most hype about their properties. And it's undeniable that DC got more hype because they released more content um, out to the rest of the world. So, DC definitely won when it comes to movies. Mm-hmm. Now, where Marvel takes the cake, I think we both agree, is TV. So, let's get into that. Um, we'll start with the Netflix stuff. They announced Daredevil season three. Which Both excited I about that. Not wait. Daredevil yep. is killing it. Yeah. Season two was fantastic. One of the best shows of the year. I'm probably in the minority in this, but I thought season two was better than season one. Oh, I agree with you. Um, all right. And then the Luke Cage trailer. Excited? Yes, yeah. I am. You didn't, did you like this trailer? I am as- not in love Okay. With this trailer, I'm not in love with any of the stuff that's coming out with him, but just I love Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones yeah. was great. I'm still I'm still waiting for a Jessica Jones season two. Announcement. I've yeah. been annoying you with that. Um, so I'm definitely excited for what the show can be, and I'm definitely mm-hmm. interested in getting to know more about yeah. Luke Cage. Yeah, I love that they're giving basic. They're basically giving all these characters like different sections of New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, right now, Luke Cage is going to get Harlem. And then, um, obviously, Daredevil is Hell's Kitchen. Things like, like, they're just breaking up New York. And that's, like, how they're doing it. And I think that's really cool. Um, the, it's ba- the trailer is basically, like, pretty much one scene. So that was really cool, the way he's using his powers. He just seems unstoppable. I can't just, I can't wait to just watch scenes of him just wrecking show. Yeah. Um, and I think the fact that they haven't announced Jessica Jones season two means that she's going to play a bigger role in this season of Luke Cage. I actually heard that Daredevil was actually going to make an appearance on Luke Cage. That wouldn't surprise me either, especially since they're setting up for the Defenders, which we will get to after we talk about the Iron Fist trailer. Mm-hmm. Not much, but what we saw is cool, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know too, too much about this character, but me neither. I'm interested in just based on what I, the little I do know. Um, the trailer, again, didn't show much, so it's not too, too much to get excited about. Speaking of not showing much... Let's move right into the Defenders. They released a little teaser just showing logos and stuff like that and basically one line of dialogue. Are you excited for the Defenders? I am extremely excited for this because we've been hearing announcements for this show since Daredevil Mm -hmm. Season 1. So to see that it's finally coming together is fantastic. And Marvel just knows how to bring all these characters together and definitely knows how to get us excited. Yeah, um... Look, with the Defenders, I think this is the way to do crossovers. I Look, I like the CW shows. 
but sometimes the crossovers are a little underwhelming. And I think to, to do a small series of just a big story arc, that's the way to go. And I think Netflix is killing it right now, and I trust them. So I can't wait for all of these shows, especially the Defenders. I just can't... I want to find out who the threat is, because that will be interesting. I think... Because if you hear... You hear... um you hear what's his name, Wig or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's his name. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say, Doc. I'm just gonna say, um, Daredevil's mentor. Oh, okay, yeah. Talk to them and say, like, Six. oh, you think the four of you guys yeah. can save? And I think he's, I think that they're gonna dive into Daredevil's war in a sense, or Six's mm-hmm. war in a sense. Yeah. It's definitely gonna be interesting. Yeah. Cause it's, it, cause you, you, you sense that there's something coming. You just mm-hmm. don't know what it is. Yeah. So, it's definitely something I'm interested in. We shall see. Um, Also, another quick little thing, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they announced... I know you don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I do. I'm begging basically everyone on the planet to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because Season 3 was great television. And if you need another reason why you should catch up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they announced Ghost Rider. That's all you need to know. Watch freaking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Catch up for that. Um, (laughs) Alright. Lastly, when it comes to Marvel shows, this is not Marvel proper, but this is Fox Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, Legion. Excited? Interested? I'm interested. Yeah. Same. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it, but I will definitely give it a shot. Yeah. Um, it does look interesting. It, I'm definitely interested in learning about the character. Exactly. That's the thing. I don't know anything about this character. Um, well, I know a little bit, but not a lot. So I'm, it definitely got me interested. It looks like a kind of a psychological show. And obviously we haven't had mutants on TV in a long time. So that's going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what interests me the most is a behind the scenes thing. If Marvel proper let Fox make the show, what did Marvel get in return? Because Marvel has been the one holding back Fox from making TV. So what did Marvel get in return for letting Fox make the show? That's what interests me. Um, I'm sure, man. I'm yeah, interested, though. That's what interests me. So, all right, let's move on to DC TV, which we said Marvel obviously won TV, but DC didn't do... It wasn't bad. It just... It was okay. Um, so let's talk about some of these DC shows. Let's start with Arrow. Mm-hmm. You excited about this season of Arrow? I know you were higher on this season of Arrow than most people are. Yeah, or um, a lot this past season. I thought it was all right. <laughs> so you don't you don't like decent. that they're kind of basically making it a soft reboot where they're starting over with the team and everything, right? Not really. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I don't know. I wasn't that excited about it. I think. And there wasn't much details either. That's true. I feel like we basically got a summary of the first episode. Um, but anyway, the, I think the reason why you're not as, not, I'm not going to say I'm pumped, but as uh, optimistic with this trailer as I am is because you like last season. Of so you don't like the idea that they're kind of restarting the team and everything. Um, See, I wasn't as excited about last season of Arrow, so I'm like, all right, a fresh start. That's what we need. I mean, I don't mind a fresh start, but I just don't want I I just didn't get enough detail. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. I don't even know, I don't even know the villain. They just, that's fair. It's just, we're we're starting off with a new team. It's like, well, well, but they do hint at the villain. We see that in that last shot, and I'm like, I'm interested because that's a, with the voice, that was like a really, it sounded like a young voice, right? Yeah, but that was someone calling out for Green Oh, Arrow. really? Okay, whatever. Well, but the the actual villain that he faces, like, I don't know if that's the overall villain or if that's just, like, a villain of the week or whatever, but he looked pretty cool to me. Um, all right, let's go to Flash. Did you like this, the trailer for Flash? It was all right. Okay. I mean, it wasn't that great. I mean, these these things aren't really grabbing me okay. in there. I mean, I'm interested in the story for sure because it's Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not. It's not like it's gonna last long. That's I heard. I heard that it was gonna. I heard that it was gonna affect Arrow. That's what all these things were saying. Doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like that's another thing why I wasn't as thrilled with Arrow. It didn't look like it was gonna affect Arrow at all. So, I think the only way it's gonna affect Arrow is if. Barry goes to Star City, but it's going to be in a Flash episode. Yeah. So it's not like it's really grabbing me into it at this point. 
Look, I was, I liked this show. I actually really did when I watched it. But then I started hearing Grant Gustin's comments, how it's not going to last as long as people think or want it to or think it will. So that makes me not as excited. I just, I don't want this to be like a one to three episode arc. I want this to be at least like a quarter of the season, something like that. And it just doesn't look like it's going to be. And that's unfortunate because I, I think it was a ballsy move to make that choice um, at the end of last season to go with Flashpoint. I mean, spoiler alert, but come on. Um, to go with a, in the Flashpoint direction. Um, but now it looks like they're kind of like chickening out just like Batman v Superman with what, ha- what happens at the end with the decision that they make. And then it's like, Oh, but then this, and it's like, come on, just stick to your, go- your ballsy decisions. Cause if you're going to make that choice, stick with it and see how it goes. Um, but whatever. Uh, lastly, legends of tomorrow. What'd you think? Not that excited. <laughs> but you didn't... Did you not like Legends Tomorrow? I can't remember what your thoughts on it. I liked it. I was just... The whole time screwed me over. I just didn't sure. understand. I was like, okay, so you can yeah. do that, but you can't do that. But then you can do this again. Exactly. So like, what do you mean? <laughs> the way I've always described Legends of Tomorrow is it looks cool, but I don't know if it makes any sense whatsoever. <laughs> um, which is fine, because I think looking cool and... Basically, what Legends of Tomorrow is at this point is it's basically like a bunch of nerdy moments and ideas... And then you're just like, enjoy it. And it's like, it might not make any sense, but comic books don't make sense. So here you go. And it's like, okay. And I'm fine with that. If that's what, if Legends just accepts that that's what it is and stops trying to explain how they make sense, because I think that's where Legends went wrong the first season, is that they always tried to explain how this worked. And it's like, look, we don't care. Time travel, you just basically, all you have to do is say, it's time travel, and then we'll forget about it. But if you try to explain how it's working, I don't care. That doesn't help anything. It just makes me more confused and more angry. <laughs> so, um, but overall, the trailer, a lot of cool visuals, which is what Legends, definitely a strong point of Legends. And they also announced that the Legion of Doom is coming. And that's really cool. And because you take a step back and look at this CW DC universe, they have a lot of good villains to pull from if they're going to make a Legion of Doom. So, I'm definitely interested there. Um, last little thing. We didn't get a Supergirl trailer. That's, uh, that, I, I mean, we didn't get a few, yeah. we didn't get a few, uh, trailers like Supernatural, which we, we yeah. both watch or Supergirl, but I mean, that, that was sort of like last year mm-hmm. when, um, DC didn't really release any footages yeah. of, um, any footage of Flash or Arrow or anything mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, I I'm still looking forward to Supergirl. I I think that it being on the CW is going to help, but I really would have liked a trailer. And I think they could have used the trailer to help get people aware and excited. That this I is think at out. this point they're sort of being lazy on the TV side. Yeah, because they're trying to focus all their efforts on making Maybe. this cinematic Maybe. universe, but um, they're rushing it. All right, there there's something some more little things that I'd like to talk about, but I think we should just. Really quick, jump into Killing Joke. Let's do it. I think we can do it. All right. All right. Guys, this might be a long one, but let's go. (laughs) We can do it. Let's go. (laughs) Um, All right. We're going to... Spoiler free. We're going to just stick with spoiler free. We might have a little section of spoilers at the end, but as of now, spoiler free. Mm -hmm. What are your positives, Ozzy? Um, Mark Hamill just proves once again that he is the best voice actor of Joker. Oh, definitely. He He just goes in, and when he has that... When he, there's a scene, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, we'll get into it, I'll, I'll say it in like the last section of it, but he has a scene where he just ultimately proves that he is mm-hmm. the best Joker, like yeah. the animated, like, and, like, and when it comes to like animated stuff, so I, I was really in love with his performance. Yeah. Did a great job. Um, I, I agree. He, he is a fantastic Joker. Some might argue he's the best Joker period. I think that's a little far, but <laughs> at the same time, like it's hard to argue with the work that this guy has done for the Joker and, um, throughout his career and the, like the little changes that he does from every variation. So like there's the Batman animated series version and then there's the Arkham version and then there's now this version and it's just, he makes little changes and it's just so brilliant. Um, I'd say the voice cast in general is a positive, right? Uh-huh. They were all really good. Obviously a lot of the animated series cast was returning. Um, Kevin Conroy, uh, Tara Strong. So it, it, it's a great cast, a great voice cast. So yeah, 
completely um, that's agree. That's definitely a strong point. I uh, the, also another little technical thing. The animation was really cool. I think they kind of blended the old animated series style with the comic book really well. Um, it looked cool. It had a little bit of a like. It takes a little bit of getting used to because some of the, like the different shots like they're just slightly off from the famous panels. So you're just like, whoa, that looks a little different. But yeah, once you get a... used to it, it's it's great. Yeah. Um, I think they did a pretty decent job of really getting the comic book into the movie, like really adapting it for some of it. Um, well, well, I have more to say about that, but it's not all negative, but we'll I'll, yeah, I'll I mean, talk it's, about it it's, in my It's partially good from what they did. I'm not, if you guys are, we'll get into it when we yeah. talk spoilers, but, yeah. um, and I do like how they put a little bit of the origin of the Joker in, in the movie. Well, that's, that's what it is. Like, this basically is like the, it's the famous Joker origin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it also, it, there's a lot of ambiguousness to it and a lot of, even towards the end and just even throughout the entire story, they throw like, um, different things that make you question things. Um, so I know we're being really, because we'll get to spoilers in a second, but I would say, look, this, the story is definitely a positive, like the meat of the story, because it is, it's a brilliantly written comic book and it obviously it's going to translate to the, to the screen. Mm-hmm. You still get a lot of that stuff. They were definitely very respectful of the comic, a little too respectful. We'll get to that. My, Thoughts on that in the comic, and then also at points maybe a little bit not as respectful as it could have been, but um, the meat of the story and the themes that it touches on and the ideas that it messes with, it, it messes with your head, it messes with your idea of Batman, it messes with your idea of the Joker, it makes you sympathize with the Joker. Definitely. Um, you also start to question the strange and dark nature of the Joker and Batman's relationship um, and how Batman openly admits multiple times in this movie that it has to end with one of them killing each other. Um, so that is so... I, I Look, this the comic book is powerful and it makes a lot of the things you see on the screen powerful. Um, do you have any more positives? No, I don't, that, that's not my positives. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, let's move into negatives and this... I, I'm going to try to stay away from the major spoilers. If you haven't read the comic book, you don't know the story. But um, there's a lot of like general ideas that have been out in the news for a while that we're going to talk about here. Um, Batgirl. Obviously, this opens... This has been in the news for forever, and it's not really spoiling anything. It opens with a Batgirl prologue, basically. Where it basically tells the story of this crime that she's basically a major part in trying to solve. And... I think the idea behind it was to make you care about Barbara Gordon and Batgirl. Barbara Gordon, Barbara Gordon's Batgirl. Because of how the rest of the story unfolds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, I don't think it was necessary. I think they, they're trying to make Barbara Gordon a bigger character than she should have been. Because it, once we get done with that prologue, it goes back to basically where they're shot for shot the, um, the Killing Joke storyline, right? Mm-hmm. And she's not a major... Ma- like, obviously, her role is important for what it is because it's a major moment, but she's not, like, in it a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they made her seem like this main character. And, and, and then it switches to the actual story, and yeah, she's not a main yeah, character. It's, it's the like, narration was sort of all over the yes. place in this movie, which was a problem for me, because when they switch back to back, I'm like, whoa, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, obviously, there's a lot of controversy about some of the things that happen in that prologue. Oh, We'll yes. get there in our spoiler Spoilers. discussion, but... Um, also, someone, yeah. there are some subplots in this movie... That just didn't really add up to me. Were they from the prologue? Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, it just felt so forced in there and unnecessary. It's like they didn't trust the audience, I guess, to know that this was, oh, like, this is important. Like, that she's important. Yeah, and another negative for me is that we just didn't get enough of Joker. I would have loved to see more Joker. It's a problem when your movie is Batman the Killing Joke, and you don't have... Joker doesn't show up until, like, the 30-minute mark in your movie. That's a problem. Yeah, he shows up, up, like, either halfway or, like, a little over halfway into the movie. Yeah. 
and that's a problem because mm-hmm. they show this. I'm gonna I'm gonna transition into spoilers here. If okay, you, let's do if it. If you have a problem with that, so spoiler guys, we're gonna get into spoilers here. Give you a few seconds. One, two, three, four, five. Right, okay. spoilers. So, th- like, they have this main. They they start off with this villain mm-hmm. that I don't care for. I don't understand why he's there. They try to do like a little pre log of him trying to be like a a Batgirl. Having her own mini Joker. Yeah, that, that was the idea. Yeah. And I understand that, but I just I didn't care for it. I actually mm-hmm. wanted Joker. So yeah. it was a waste. I was in, I was sitting there impatiently. Okay. Yeah. When, come on, let's pick it, it up to it Joker. Se- it seemed like they tried to put a whole Barbara Gordon movie in front of the actual Killing Joke movie. Exactly. Um, because they, like, there's this whole, um, obviously the guy who is basically her version of the Joker, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which you just said, but. The idea is that it that's supposed to talk about how most people can't handle that kind of a relationship and that kind of uh like like as Batman says staring that into the abyss and not going in. Um, most people can't handle that, and that's why Barbara in the story quits, right? In the in this movie quits. But the thing is, like, I felt like that was just like oh, okay, <laughs> it was just like unnecessary explanation as to why she's not Batgirl. In the Killing Joke story, yeah, and it, it was, was just like what? Um, it, I don't know. It just all of it felt forced. Obviously, like the big controversy is the Batman Batgirl sex scene. Um, I was so confused when it, it that happened. I was just like, why did we need a? Why did we need a, like? Why do we need a romantic relationship between the two? Yeah, it it didn't necessarily bother me. It was just, but it was just kind of because they have they felt have like out of left field. It's like a father daughter relationship, and mm-hmm. Batman clearly looks older than she does. Clearly uh, looks older. See, so that, that was my problem. This, but, like, but this is the issue here. Like, I think a lot of people are going to have major issues with this if they are carrying their preconceptions about Batgirl and Batman into this movie, because. If you just look at the prologue, the, that part of the movie, you don't get a father, father-daughter vibe from them at I all. I mean, it you sort of. No, you don't. Kind of, sort of. I mean, at least the I entire didn't. movie she is talking about how she's sort of seeing this guy. Okay, but at the same time, he doesn't. He doesn't look at it like that in a sense, and he obviously feels, he does. No, because he <laughs> didn't even call her again after. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, man, I mean, okay, we're not going to talk about I'm not going to talk about. So I'm not going to no, but basically he tells her what to do and everything. I mean, sure, that could be showing being the, protected. Sure, you could be like a dominant partner, but but see, I, but I think you're I mean, it could have been like, OK, it could have been like a teacher student type thing either way. Exactly. It, just, it was weird. Yeah, but that is not of, okay. That happens. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying that a lot of it, a lot of people really upset about it are people who are like, "Oh, he's like a father to her." Well, not in this. He wasn't really like a father to her at all. You can say that maybe. I mean, maybe no, a but bit. no, but, but at like the same time, he, he wasn't. He wasn't I mean, like he was like telling her you can't go out because it's your school. Okay, but no. that doesn't matter because they've been they've been doing this for three years. Just because we haven't, just because we don't necessarily see the relationship for three years doesn't mean that it totally negates you, the whole father figure but, thing. But you don't see that. You're assuming that they that it was a father-type relationship before that. That's what I'm saying. And you can also say that you can make that same argument for the romantic side of it. We don't know. They could have been have flirting back and forth the entire time. You can make that same argument. So the three years argument is dumb. It just is. <laughs> Nah, bro. I'm, ju- I'm just saying that if you're upset about it, it's a lot of it's just your preconceptions about, and that goes for a lot of these kind of things. A lot of people get really all up in arms about things, and it's like it's it's just your idea of the character. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't this movie wasn't as great. No, it, it, as I wanted it to um, be, and I think this is the issue. This is the overall issue because, like I said, they made a mistake by trying to make Barbara seem like the main character, and. I feel like if they didn't do that... They could have cut that entire stock scene out and filled out the actual story. Mm-hmm. Because everybody wanted the actual killing joke story. That's what we wanted. And there's a lot of parts in that comic that are very ambiguous. That kind of leave you like... You can assume that this happened. Or you. Can, what do you think happened here? And then... 
what this movie had the opportunity to do and they missed because they focused so much time and energy on the Batgirl stuff was that they could have filled out those blanks. They could have like showed some of the things that would have, it would have made it a lot more powerful when Gordon is seeing these pictures of his daughter. If we know like for sure what was going on, you know, like we can all assume what happened. But we don't know for sure. And they had the opportunity to kind of expand on that. Now, obviously not in a graphic detail, but make it a little more clear, cut and dry. Like, this is what happened. And then the end, a lot of people in the theater that I was in had that hadn't run the comic were very upset by the ending. Because it is very ambiguous. It just is. Um, and it's very, it feels very, it just cuts off. And, yeah, it's literally just, it's just but, like, oh, okay. But that's how the story is. And it's yeah. supposed to leave you guessing. But, again, if you cut off the Barbara Gordon stuff, you could have taken a chance, and if you're respectful for the entire story, and showed us a definite ending. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think they missed that opportunity. Um, because they focus so much on the Barbara Gordon stuff. Yeah, I will, um, I will say that the best scene was when, um, was when Batman was trying to help him out. Mm-hmm. I think that was the best and honestly most powerful scene in the whole entire movie, which yeah. kind of saves it for me. Uh, it, and it's because well, that's the thing; it's very powerful because it's touching on that relationship. It's touching on that relationship, and you the way that the way that they the way that they showed the Joker's uh, facial expressions and everything. It just mm-hmm. really showed that he would he would accept it, but he's already too far gone. Yeah, he's too far gone at this point. Even mm-hmm. if even if he were to accept it, he has nothing left to really. Yeah go back to or live for. The whole point of Joker's plan and story and it's again, brilliantly written story because like he's trying to show that one bad day can make anybody like he is. And at the same time, they're also showing you his very bad day that made him like this. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, I feel like they could have shown again more like, because obviously we can assume that, it's safe to assume that there was more that Joker was doing to him, to Gordon, than just what we saw. Yeah. Like, obviously, we saw hints about things, like him showing them pictures, and then, like, but then he would just show up in the field position naked, and he's just like, okay. Like, we could have seen, it would have made some of the disturbing things a lot more like, whoa. Like, it would have had more of an impact um, on screen. I think it needed a little bit more for that. And, again, if they cut on the Barbara Gordon stuff, they could have done that. Um, completely all agree right. with you. What would you rate this movie? <laughs> a 7.1. Okay. I'm actually a little lower than you. I'm at a 6.9. It, it's not bad. It's okay to good. Like, I, we're both in that range where we're, like, right near the good benchmark, for my scale at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Look, go see it. If you like the comic, go see it. It's definitely a good thing to see and talk yeah, about. But what really makes it at least good for me is the last act of this movie. Oh, yeah. Because, because it, it really gets into the killing joke actual storyline. <laughs> yes, and the origin of the Joker is actually yeah. really interesting. And again, like I, I didn't say it, but the Mark Mark Hamill when he yeah. when they show the transition of of his character, because we don't know his name. Yeah. But his transition to the Joker, when he just laughs, mm-hmm. and when he just busts out laughing, yeah. it's just, it is awesome, and you just, you yeah. really, that's where you just know that this man is probably, arguably the best on, yeah. on-screen Joker that um, we've got. And then, but then also, there's a line in the, in the story, and then in this movie, that makes you question if this is actually his origin story. Because he basically says, like... Oh, I like I, I like yeah. to like if I have to choose an origin story, I prefer it to be multiple choice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, and it's like that. That's brilliant. Again, it's like because you go through this entire origin story, make you caring about him, and it's like uh, it could not be true. But then they don't tell you, and I think that's an ambiguous moment that you have to leave in there. Because yes, it's, and it's that brilliant. is awesome. I'm really glad that they actually added in that line. Yeah. That was like, wow, that's yeah. that's awesome. Um, so. And then also, last last thing I'll say is we've crapped a lot on the Barter Gordon aspect of this movie. I don't think it was bad in and of itself. I just think it was it shouldn't have been placed there. Yeah, I mean, That's I wouldn't it. mind a Batgirl movie, yeah. but because she's it a, could have been its own separate movie. Yeah, because she's yeah. an interesting character as it is, but it just felt completely shoehorned into the movie because all we wanted is a Killing Joke movie. Yeah, the. I've heard news for this movie since, since forever, so I was excited for this movie, and then yeah. 
So I was expecting literally like an adaptation from the comic, and they did a good job halfway doing mm-hmm. that. But they just added that Barbara Gordon, yeah, half. Not the same. Not saying it was horrible, but the narration yeah. you confused a lot of people just due to the narration of it. Agreed. Agreed. Um, all right, you want to move into recommendations? Yeah, let's do that, Carlos. What are you? What are your recommendations? Oh, well, I said it at the top, and I'm going to say it again. I recommend the Make It Take It podcast. Make It Take It the podcast. It's by uh, TD, who is a producer over at NFL Media. He talks basketball. It's great stuff. And check, definitely check out the last episode because I was on it. We talked some Comic Con. It was great stuff. So check that out. That's all I'm going to say. What do you got? <laughs> um, I actually got the animated Justice League movie. Okay. Um, I really liked Wait, that. which one? It's the one that came out, I think it came out in like 2012, 2013, the New 52 one. Okay. I actually liked that. There, there's a lot of Justice League ones, but. Yeah, I, not the Flashpoint. I think, I think it came after Flashpoint, but. Okay. um, Basically any of the DC animated movies, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it was a really good origin story of how the Justice League came together. Um, and I really liked the comic relief in it, and I liked them bringing in Darkseid. Was it Justice League War? Yeah, so okay, okay. Justice League War. Sorry, apologize. That's the one I really liked. Okay, that one was cool. really good. That was a pretty good Justice League animated movie. I, I don't know if I've seen that one. I probably have because I've seen most of these DC movies. Well, but I probably have. it's it's actually on Netflix. Okay, yeah, I so need to check it out. If anything, we can watch it tonight. So that's pretty cool. I actually like that movie. So yeah. Carlos, where can people find you, man? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Cherry456, and make sure you follow us on Instagram at Screenfellows, and then please listen to this, share the podcast, rate, review, all of that stuff. Um, oh, for future episodes, real quick, before we you close us out, um, we have some indie movies on the back burner just because we didn't want this episode to be super long. Um, which actually we did pretty well on time, so that's pretty good. <laughs> Could have really close, guys. <laughs> yeah, we've had way longer than this. Yeah, you're um, right. So we've got some. We're gonna try to figure out where we're gonna put those. We might come up with an, another episode before we do our main reviews this weekend. Who knows? We'll figure that out. Um, but yeah, we got Jason Bourne this weekend, so keep her out for that. And that's what's coming up. Agreed. Agreed. All right, guys. You guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. And we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, like Carlos said, because it would help us out a lot. Guys, this is Screen Fellas. Peace.